All right, back here at Aganis Arena. Our score after two periods, Merrimack 3, BU 3, Game 2. Hockey East quarterfinals. The Warriors trail the series one game to none. I'm Mike Macknick with John Leahy, and Mike McMahon joins us here, second intermission. And Boy, that second period, Mike, uh, one of the best, I thought, for Merrimack in quite some time, especially on the offensive side of things, maybe defensively, uh, side of things, maybe defensively not quite as good, but still, uh, that's the type of attacking that I know Mark Denny was talking about wanting his club to do, and did, it seemed like, it, it, I don't know whether it was the Bates goal at the end of the first that got it started, or the Collins goal on the power play, I, I think more so the Collins goal really started, seemed to spark them after that. Yeah, I think that was their best period in probably a month. I mean, probably going back to that that, that BC Providence weekend when they beat BC at home and then tied Providence on that Sunday afternoon. That was their best period in a real long time. Uh, they're doing a lot of those little things that they just haven't been doing the last two or three weeks, getting bodies to the net. I mean, even that Collins goal, it's a wrist shot from the top of the, the right circle, but through traffic in front. I mean, you get bodies to the net and a lot of things can happen, and, and that's what I think they've done a, a much better job of tonight. Uh, you, just look, you look at the shot shot, you look at the chances they've had in and around the crease. They, they weren't getting a sniff of the crease last night, and, that, and that's but that's been the biggest difference tonight to me. And I think that was the big question was, I mean, for a few weeks or a couple of weeks now, one in six down the stretch, and, and this club, they've been trying to right the ship and turn it around, and uh, and it only seems like it's been more and more frustrating. But but you wonder, now they're finally facing a bit of elimination, what's going to happen? And, and I think, uh, you know, maybe it didn't start right off the bat at the first period. It was kind of a little bit more tentative and trying to make sure that you didn't make a mistake. But, but once, I would say, once they got the goals to... They started to get pucks in the net, put it that way. All of a sudden, it was like you, you took one team off the ice and you put another one out there. I was saying, where's this team been the last few weeks? Yeah, I think it's probably a confidence thing, too, you know, especially when you're starting to do those things that the coaches are telling you to do, and all of a sudden it starts to work. You know, you, you, it's easier for guys to buy into it and say, okay, this is what we have to do. Um, yeah, I, I think that's, that's probably a big part of it. It's a confidence thing, it's a momentum thing. I mean, you, you see it all the time. Teams start to score goals and it starts to click and they start to score more more and more, so uh, I think that has a lot to do with it, and, you know, at the end of the day, I think if uh, if you told Mark Denny at noontime today he could be going into the third period tied, especially coming out of the way they played last night, I think he'd probably take it, so uh, you get 20 minutes left here to, to win a hockey game and, and force one more tomorrow. Here's the big question, though, I mean, you get 20 shots in the second period, and, uh, but you got 16, so it really was a track meet for much of that period, up and down, not a lot of defense being played, but you actually get outscored in the period, three to two. So on the one hand, yeah, like you said, uh, yeah. all of the games in which you've been behind going into the third against BU, now instead you're tied. Uh, seems to be a good thing. But that second period, I thought that offensively, playing so well, generating so many chances and attacking and forcing turnovers and so on. The Gustafson play a perfect uh, example. They do get a goal off of that one, but only two goals that period, and they get outscored three to two. What happens here in the third? You know, I think they got to keep doing what they're doing. I mean, it's, like you said, they were outscored in that period, but they were finally able to generate some offense. I think that they're good enough defensively that that will take care of itself, or at least it should. Uh, a couple of those goals, I mean, you look at the last goal, right, with seven seconds left as, as an example. That's just the guy in front of the net, jamming away at a loose puck, you know, or not even at, maybe not even at a loose puck. It looks like it was covered and may have been underneath some guys, but just keeping that stick active on the top of the crease and you, ha and you happen to jam one in. That's how a lot of goals are scored, especially this time of year, you know, where everything's so close. So I, I think from a defensive standpoint, uh, I mean, 
that third goal, that third BU goal, the goal is either it's just simply clearing a man out in front of the net. So, and it's little things. I think they're finally starting to do some things offensively that uh, they've got some confidence that they can score. I mean, even if BU comes out here and scores the first goal of the third period, I don't, I'm not sure it's going to be as deflating. It's not, it definitely is not going to be as deflating as it would have been, let's say, last night because I think they finally are starting to get some confidence that they can score goals. Yeah, and that was one of my big thoughts, too, when after BU scores that goal, seven seconds to go in the period is, all right, third period. Is it going to be a deflator? Is that going to be the case? Does BU come out and, and carry play, or does Merrimack say, yeah, you know, brush it off. We're going to come back out and keep doing what we're doing. I guess, I guess we're going to find out, right? Yeah, the interesting thing here is, is you know, Merrimack hasn't trailed yet in this game. They, they've been able to respond from each of the tying goals, uh, up until this point, obviously. BU tied the score with seven seconds left in the period, but uh, the first two tying goals they were able to respond to, they haven't had to respond from, from trailing yet, at least in this game. Uh, so that, that'll be interesting to see. If, if BU scores the first goal, what happens to that momentum? What happens to the mood of the bench? What happens to the mood of the ice? But, uh, you know, really, at, at this point, I, I think you got to try to worry about yourself, and that, I'm sure that's what they're talking about down there, and just trying to keep doing what they're doing offensively to get that next one. You know, you wrote, uh, I think it was either last night or, or, uh, or this morning about, um, what was it, uh, seven goals in six games or eight goals in seven or something along those lines. At any rate, uh, I mean, you got a team that goes from a 7-1-2 and two stretch. I mean, for this team, it's been feast or famine all year long, right? I mean, we saw it earlier in the year. They'd, they'd lose three in a row. They'd win three or four in a row. And, and, and it even got extended to where they go 7-1-2. and two. They lose one out of ten games between January and February. And then they only win one out of seven down the stretch. And that drops them from first place all the way down to sixth. What, what happened in between those two stretches? I mean, why? I mean, is it, just, is it the end of a long season? Is it, uh, you know, a number of younger players who have been so counted upon that are finally hitting the wall? I mean, what do you think was the reason for that that seven or eight game stretch there where they've been struggling? You know, I'm not sure why, but to me it just seemed like the little thing that, that kept creeping back up, you know, when we talked to Mark Denny after games, the, the, the biggest thing that it kept coming back to were things like joining the battle. I know after one of those games a couple of weeks ago, I think it was one of the Lowell games, he over and over again kept reiterating we were too late to join the battle. Last night, not wanting to go to the front of the net. You know, it just seemed to be, for whatever reason, uh, a, a lack of willingness to, to go to those areas that, that become difficult, whether it's the front of the net or, or up against the walls, losing puck battles. Here's the question, though. I mean, they were doing that during that stretch, and then they all of a sudden they weren't doing it. I, I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe in, in a sense, it's a little bit of, of overconfidence, you know, especially when, when they're starting to have some success. Maybe, oh, we can try to get away from things we're doing well, get get a little flashier, get a little more fancy with the puck. Uh, but, you know, I think they've seen, and this is proven tonight, when they go back to that, they can be successful. So, like you said, they've been able to, to put things together in bunches this year, which is why I think if they can if they can pull this game out tonight, I mean, anything can happen in a game three, but they've been able, like we, like we said, been able to put the things together in bunches this year. I, I think, from a confidence standpoint, they feel pretty good going in tomorrow if they're able to get this one out of the way tonight. All right, thanks, Mike. We appreciate your time, as always. Working for the Tribune tonight? I am working for, yeah, the Tribune, myself, CHN, everybody. Yeah, the <laughs> king of all media here. So uh, check out his work, eagletribune.com. And by the way, you got to get me the Central Catholic girls basketball score. I need to know what happened in that one. They won. They won. Great. State championship. All right. I appreciate that. That's great news indeed. And
and uh, good note for your column if you didn't get it. Uh, Kelsey Dennehy scored two goals uh, today. Mark mentioned it before the game, so uh, pass that along to you. you can use it as a good note. Scoring all around. Hopefully it rubs off. I was going to say before tonight's game, I think maybe they wanted to try to get her in the lineup. But <laughs> All right, Mike, good to see you. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Mike. That's Mike McMahon, the MacReport.com, and the Eagle Tribune, College Hockey News, and uh, a few other places, too, I'm sure. Our score here after two is Merrimack 3, BU 3. Back after this, you're listening to Merrimack Hockey on ESPN New Hampshire.